you guys miss me because I'm doing it again. I'm doing it. Yep, so is your host, Nicholas A. Cusado, and this is the Biomedical Engineering News. Just wanted to say uh, I had to take a, uh, a couple weeks off, just uh, regroup myself. You know what I'm saying? Is sometimes you gotta. So today the world, or this past week, the world, uh, February 7th, March 7th. Yeah, it's March. Happy March. Uh, we've got a prosthetic can from Michigan, uh, NIH's way of, um, talking about advanced cancer immunotherapy. Hmm. Machine that sucks up tiny tissues. Uh, infectious disease specialist sounding off on coronavirus. Uh, yeah, just a coronavirus, whatever. Uh, well, we don't call it the coronavirus anymore. We call it the COVID-19. And, uh, we're gonna get to a brain scientist that witnesses her own stroke. Yep. CRISPR used inside the person's body for the first time ever. And then top 100 articles in neuroscience. How to eat more, weigh less. And the biohack of the day. Top 10 EMF shielding material fabrics. It's going to be a great day. I hope you guys already know that. First up on the list is a prosthetic can from University of Michigan. Well, it's grafting tiny bits of muscle to amputate, amputate nerves provides a way to control a robotic limb. Pretty cool. The guy says, it's like you have a hand again. A major breakthrough in robotic limb technology. John Hamilton, he controls a prosthetic can using the regenerative peripheral nerve interface, RPNI. Um, so, yeah, this breakthrough... Um, it's uh, pretty cool. Gives the nerves a megaphone. We gotta look more into this. Alright, let's move forward. Alright, so I3 Center form uh, for Advancing Cancer Immunotherapy reports to harvard.edu. Well, all right, so this uh, new biomaterial-based approach to enable anti-cancer immune therapies for therapy-resistant cancers, um, which is funded by the National Institute of Health, um, they bring together, you know, cancer immunologists and biological engineers to develop new therapy-resistant cancers. there's a pretty infographic about you know the biomaterials. We're gonna post that up in the notes. So um, it talks about a bone marrow niche mimicking cryogel and a tumor antigen presenting DNA origami. APC mimic scaffolds, and it looks like they've got them on uh, you know bone marrow, the thymus. The lymph node, 
and, and it's just preventive. You know, it's like you if you if you build a field of dreams, then they won't come because it's in their dreams. Let's move forward. Pennsylvania State University develops a, mach- a new method of bioprinting uh, which uses aspiration of tiny biologics such as spheroid cells and tissue strands to precisely place them in 3D patterns what either on scaffolding or without to create artificial tissues with natural properties according to Penn State researchers. So scaffoldings what's this alright so I'm back it was really quick I had to uh, go to see my roommate or my next door neighbor alright so let's edit that out where was I alright tissue strand tissue spheroids have been increasingly used as building blocks for fabrication of tissues and their precise bioprinting has been a major limitation so scaffolding is necessary for many applications in regenerative medicine <sighs> pretty cool little video where it's got well what's interesting is that um there may be other out-of-the-box uses for the system. Uh, suggests that bioprinting of electric eel electrolytes that produce an electric current might be might lead to living batteries in the future. Great. <laughs> One shot in this vessel. One shot in this vessel. All right, so we're going to talk about the coronavirus. That's what we're doing. Or we call it uh, COVID 19. And here we go. Well, on the Weather Channel, there's an infectious disease specialist sounding off on the coronavirus. Don't really know what it's about, but um, yeah, it's fired up. It's fired up about it. And then there's also, you know, how does it compare to the flu, SARS, and other diseases? Um, well, COVID-19, which is mutated into two strains, older S-type, and the L-type, which emerged later, quickly spreads and currently accounts for about 70% of cases. The WHO estimates the current trend of spread, analyzing how many. So the fatality rate of the coronavirus is pretty low. It's a good little picture. They say smallpox and SARS were much higher. MERS was crazy or higher. And then Ebola had a fatality rate of 50%. So it's kind of on the level of mumps. A little bit higher than the seasonal flu. 
and uh, not as infectious as chickenpox or SARS or so it's no 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 comparison to SARS yet. All right, and there's a case tracker too, so there seems to be highest in China. Then uh, Iran's probably Iran and Italy probably second to highest. South Korea right there, next there. And then U.S. is probably the trending one. Uh-huh. And China has a coronavirus recovery that appears to be all fake, which whistleblowers and residents claim. They're like, oh, it's all better now. Well, it, they say it had restored 98.6% of its pre-coronavirus work capacity. Um, they they criticize the leaders for handling of the situation, lack of transparency. And there's no data. I want some data. All right, COVID nineteen map. That's pretty cool. It's going around the world, showing all the cases and the deaths and the. It's a live coronavirus map, and it's. Not really loading for me, whatever. Uh, and how is this coronavirus going to end? Well, we don't really know. It's a hopeful situation. Containment. Just containment. Yeah. Um, alright, so that's about it. That's all I want to talk about. Alright, so we got a brain scientist, Dr. Jill Bull-Trailer. Her brain exploded. And, um, she, she watched her brain function shut down one by one. Motion, speech, memory, self-awareness. And, and she was a Amazed to see her alive today. And in her memoir, My Stroke of Insight, which eight years of recovering her ability to think, walk, and talk, although the stroke damaged the left side of her brain, her recovery really unleashed a torrent of creative energy from her right. Huh. What's up with this left brain, right brain thought? I know it's popular belief, but I think there's over-exaggeration of the right brain and left brain. That's just me. Um. Alright, so this is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing of the day. CRISPR used inside a person's body for the first time ever. This was reported on yesterday. So, I hope you guys are excited. Doctors at the KCI Institute of Organ Health and Say Science University in Portland ha have announced first ever use of revolutionary gene editing tool um, to modify the genes responsible for a particular form of inherited blindness. And those responsible for pioneering the effort, uh, 
Um, it's the, yeah. It's these people. Scientists at OHSU reports um, injected a harmless virus containing CRISPR gene editing instructions inside the retinal cells of a patient with a rare form of genetic blindness. So while the coronavirus is killing them, we're using the corona, we're using viruses to uh, save them, save their eyesight. And, and what is a virus, yo? It's not living. It's not dead. Top 100, and there's not really top. Towards reconstructing intelligible speech from the human auditory complex. That seems to be a top one. So let's read it. Okay, so this is going to be a quick one. I'm just going to turn my voice a little bit like that. Okay. <sighs> Towards reconstructing intelligible speech from the human auditory com cortex. Auditory stimulus reconstruction is a technique that finds the best approximation of an acoustic stimulus from the population of evoked neural activity. Reconstructing speech from the human auditory cortex creates the possibility of a speech neuroprosthetic to establish a direct communication with the brain, and has shown to be possible in both overt and covert conditions. However, the low quality of reconstruction speech has severely limited the utility of this method for brain-computer interface applications to advance the state-of-the-art speech neuroprosthesis. We combine the recent advances in deep learning with the latest innovations in speech synthesis. Technologies to reconstruct closed-set intelligible speech from the human auditory cortex. We investigated the dependence of reconstructive accuracy on linear and nonlinear deep neural network regression methods and the acoustic representation they used in the target of reconstruction including auditory spectrogram and speech synthesis parameters. In addition, we compare the reconstructive accuracy from low and high neural frequency ranges. Our results show that a deep neural network model that is directly estimates the parameter of the speech synthesizer from all neural frequencies achieves the highest subjective and objective scores on a digit recognition task, improving the intelligibility of 65% over the baseline method, which use linear regression to construct the auditory spectrogram. These results demonstrate the efficiency of deep learning and speech synthesis algorithms for designating the next generation of speech BCI systems, which not only can restore communications for paralyzed patients, but also have the potential to transform human center computer interaction technologies. Wow. Pretty cool.
All right, low calorie, low energy density of high volume foods. Vegetables, salad greens, asparagus, green beans, broccoli, fruits, apples, berries, stone fruit, peaches and plums, melon, watermelon, cantaloupe, carbohydrates, oatmeal, brown rice, air pop, popcorn, potatoes, protein, legumes, fish, skinless white meat, poultry, eggs. Eat those if you want volume eating, which which is, uh, you know, it's backed up by science. Research suggests that people feel more satiated when they eat a larger perceived volume of food, even when the total calories remain the same. Pretty cool. And then now for our biohack of the day. So the biohack, I've got 10 best EMF shielding materials and fabrics. First up, AL60 wall shield. Well, it's a easy install wall shield. Yep, that's it. Just put it on your wall. So number two, silver super shield EMF shielding. It's a nylon. Uh, it's used for cur curtains and canopies and screens. Rip stop silver fabric and it's um it's a hand washable EMF shielding fabric. Pure silver. Coated onto nylon. Swiss shield new daylight EMF shielding fabric. So it can protect your home against EMF radiation. Um yeah. Room dividers, curtains, canopies. And then high performance silver mesh fabric. So it's got a uh, maximum EMF shielding at 50 decibytes. Silver plated EMF. And it's pretty thick. It's like a tent garment drapery. Yeah, medical applications. EMF shielding netting, uh, which is best used for walls, ceilings, and floors. Cotton grid fabric. Oh, this is good. I'm going to get some of that. It's used for beds, clothing, drapes, and wraps. Magnetic field shielding film, MCL61, flexible and sturdy, uh, Cibarel fabric, this type of EMF shielding, material made of knit, knitted rayon and silver, soft and stretchy like ordinary cotton t-shirt, that might be it, Silverell. 20 decibytes, 20 de dB shielding effectiveness pretty light. Stainless steel mesh shielding fabric. It's the best for last, they say. EMF shielding fabric is made of 100% surgical steel. Tough as nails, yet soft to touch. It's a tight-knit pattern. It's very efficient at shielding EMFs. And that's all we got for today. I hope you're excited. I'm so excited. Today is Saturday. This might be a new thing. I'm trying out a new schedule. Uh, instead of instead of just um, instead of just breaking breaking my head against the wall, uh, I'm just gonna you know do this when I feel like it and not overdo it. So I love you guys. 
I hope you have a great day. The strangest window in the entire world. It's called the Ames window. We showed it to you three years ago on an electric motor spinning yep. around. Oh, no, Have a great day. I love you guys.